0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the How's Your Mental podcast. It is your girl Janelle Zane, the vessel behind the brand. The How's Your Mental podcast is designed to bring forth weekly mental health conversation while invoking thoughts to you, the listener. This show is made for the Black community and efforts of eradicating the stigma that is associated with mental health in our community. And also to ensure that you all get the resources and skills you need to start your healing journey. Let's get healed, y'all. Ciao. We are back again with another episode of the How's Your Mental podcast. And before I go any further, I have to always, always, always just thank God at the top of the show for using me as the vessel to educate you all to start on how to start mentally thriving and educating you on various mental health topics. I think it's so imperative and I think it's wise of us to learn about mental health, whether if you are in the field or not in the field, because again, mental health impacts us all daily. It does not discriminate, um... Of color, it does not discriminate. Of background, it does not discriminate. Of how you were brought up, mental health impacts us all, and it just it will be wise of us to talk about mental health daily. And so I'm so excited. Like I remember the first time, like I was even excited about talking about mental health or um, wanting to know more about mental health. I remember growing up, I probably was like in middle school. I think the seed was probably planted in me uh i want to say elementary school probably fourth grade going into fifth but definitely i remember in middle school um my grandmother she used to always watch law and order svu and yeah law and order used to be the show like for me like back in the day i remember when me one of um, a friend of mine we used to always talk about law and order we used to always watch it together like love law and order I used to love watching it on Tuesday when they had their marathons like love law and order SVU and so on the episode they had on well not the episode but on the show they had a character Dr. Juan and Dr. Juan was the forensic psychiatrist and that moment listen watching that man and how he was able to just I know it was like a television show y'all but how he was able to put pieces together and how he was able to kind of give a description of like the person and analyze them and get underneath the get underneath the root sparked my interest in mental health like honestly Dr. Wong really just taught me what just opened my eyes that There is a reason behind everything that we do. Like it is deep rooted into something that we must go deeper. And so I just love SVU. And I'm so grateful for that seed being planted on the inside of me when I was younger. So I could be able now to educate myself, not only myself, but educate my family, educate, you know, those around me about mental health but enough of you know my little story of how i got into mental health i just want to just quickly let you all know to follow me on instagram you guys follow me on instagram at how's your mental so you all could be a part of our live conversation our live community talks that we have on tuesday at 8 30 p.m honestly lives are being transformed through our conversation and again Healing starts once we start talking. So, follow me on Instagram at How's Your Mental, and again, be a part of the live conversation. So, let's get right into it. How is my mental? So I love this part of the podcast because this part allows me again just to be vulnerable and transparent with you all because I honestly do believe once we start talking about um start talking about some of the things that we go through it allows us to be so relatable and, and for people to reach out to us and for people to know that they are not alone alone in what they are going through. So how am I mental been you guys? It's been better. It's been honestly, it's been better than what it was, um, these past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, these past couple of weeks because, listen, right now I'm going through this transition in my life that I am currently unsure on what is going to happen next. So, for those of you who do not know, currently I'm in school, um, getting my master's in social work. And anybody that knows that study social work, you know that you have to do an internship. And so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to complete school and still like (laughs) make ends meet, you know. And so that's where my mind and my focus has been uh, for a while now. And I need to like literally work on this because I'm the type of person like, especially when I don't want to deal with something even though like i know it's gonna come up eventually like i'm the type of person sometimes depending on what it is but for the most part that if something is about to come up and i'm like iffy about it like i really don't want to deal with it like i will like sweep it under the rug until like it's blatantly in my face and so um right that's where i'm at right now i'm trying to figure out you know work life and I'm trying to figure out school life and school is a priority for me like uh, I know some people don't think um like you know college is the answer for everyone and you know I agree to a certain extent but I love what college uh, what is what college is doing for me it is allowing um, doors to open and I love the knowledge that I am receiving and the opportunities that um is being available onto to me but nonetheless because <laughs> that's like a whole nother tangent school is my route and so school is a priority for me and so I, my mind is just everywhere but honestly I had to pray about it and just give it to God and when I gave it to God like I've been praying about it but I kept on like taking it back like um like bringing it back with me and like getting stressed out about it but right now I can honestly say that I'm not too stressed like you know I have like little moments when I'm like oh, I don't know I can't do this I can't do that but it's like okay like I could I could still deal with it I'm not like in a total a total funk so my until being great you guys like dealing with this transition um, how do you all deal with transitions uh, I know very soon I'm going to do a live or um, a episode yeah both actually speaking on dealing with transitions because we all deal with transitions in our life um, and it's and how we deal with transition how we prep for tr- transitions uh, or how we do with tr- transitions that help uh, happens um, unexpectedly. But again, that's like another conversation for another day, which we which we would definitely dive into. But how's y'all mental? Let me know how's your mental by simply following me on Instagram, sliding in my DMs, and paying attention to my little Insta Snap stories, uh, where I have like the how's your mental um, portion up in there. Um, so yeah you guys so that's my mental let me know and so let's move forward with the topic of today so we live in a day and age where it is so accessible to just pick up our phone and self-diagnose ourselves you know first first rather than just going to seek professional hope. And like let's be totally honest, right? Let's be honest. We have probably all done this before. Like I know like I was just literally doing this the other the other day when it came to like um my physical health. Um you know you experience a headache, you know, you have um stomach pains, you're throwing up you're now you're going to the Google doctor and the Google doctor is saying, you know, you have food poisoning it. Or, you know, you have been sad for a couple of weeks and now you are clinically diagnosing yourself or, well, you're going to the Google doctor and your um the Google doctor have now diagnosed you with depression. And so I'm saying all of this to get you on in the mindset that the framework that we are going to be talking about today. And so the purpose, the The purpose of this this episode today, Do I Have a Mental Disorder, is to educate you all when you all may need to seek professional help rather than relying on Google, uh, relying on other sources, relying on people that are not clinically trained to diagnose you, all right? And also, though, with this podcast... Not only that, we are going to kind of dig into, you know, what is... I don't really don't like using the word, um, you know, normal or typical or like that. Because, like, what is normal, right? Who defined normal? Normal normal could be different in any other environment. Um, again, that's a whole the conversation for another day. <laughs> because, like, to really unpack, you know, this whole ideal of what is normal. But for the sake of just kind of just using... um Simple terms. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna use the word typical. So the, perp- the, the purpose of this as well is for us to kind of dis- differentiate you know what is typical behaviors and thoughts and feelings versus what is atypical behaviors. All right? y'all following me. So in this episode, right, we will all develop an understanding of mental disorders. You know, atypical and typical be typical um thoughts and behaviors and feelings and signs of mental disorders. All right. So let's get hell, y'all. Let's jump right into it. And I want to put a quick disclaimer out there. This episode is not intended. Well, this episode is intended for all educational purposes and resources okay like i want this episode just to serve as a reference for you or um i'm simply a msw student right i'm getting my master's in social work as i stated earlier and the main reason why why this podcast podcast is as well as the lives that I do on Instagram is because I wanted to take the conversations that I was having in the classroom and bring it bring in the conversation the knowledge the skills the resources that I was learning directly to the people right directly to the people that that need it immediately okay and so you guys I'm not a licensed um, mental health professional. I'm simply uh, getting my master's in social work and I want to give you all the knowledge, the knowledge that I have. And I want to empower you all with, with what mental health is, mental health disorders, how we can start optimizing our mental health. You know, what are some signs that we need to really start paying attention, paying attention to to our mental health. I'm bringing it to our community. I'm bringing it directly, directly to the source. So, do I have a mental disorder? So it is very usual to hear people throw around the term in social settings. Um, terms such as, you know, she's psycho, or she's so bipolar, or I'm depressed. Or I have anxiety, actually, uh, when I used to watch the um, Kardashians, keeping up with the Kardashians, they will always say, uh, you're giving me anxiety. And then I find myself saying that, like, oh my gosh, stop, you're giving me anxiety. And so when we throw these terms around, you know, with these phrases um, in these social settings, we are using them typically, most of the time, we are really using them loosely, We are using them loosely, and typically the individual um, that is using the term about themselves or when they're using the term about someone else, um, they are, they, one, (laughs) did not um, talk to someone, seek professional help, someone who is um, um, trained (laughs) in the field. And also, um, they are not a licensed mental health professional themselves and they are throwing these terms loosely these clinical terms loosely anxiety depression um, bipolar being psychotic like we are just using these words like as if we are like we already know that we are diagnosed with with them as as such and so let's dig into exactly what is a mental disorder and what are expected responses to life stressors so a mental disorder right so before we get to the mental piece let's kind of break this word word down I love to I just love words for some reason like this is something new actually like paying attention to what words actually mean like breaking them down as such so the word disorder is simply mean or can be just defined as out of order you know lack of organization or the state of confusion Right. So that is the word disorder out of order, the state of confusion or lack of organization. You know, simply it's not working. Um, And so if we put the mental in front of it, mental means a psychological. So put the mental in front of disorder. And what are you going to get? So mental means mind. Right. Mental is like the mental is mind. So we put mental and disorder together and mental a mental disorder is a psychological impairment of the mind, okay? That means the mind is not working effectively. So uh, mental a dis, uh, mental disorder is a psychological uh a psychological impairment of the mind that uh, that affects our mood, our behaviors, and our thinking. And so the key source to really knowing and again. You have to seek a, perf- a licensed mental health professional in order to be diagnosed with a disorder. But the key source to knowing what something is off to f- trying to figure out oh my goodness, like um, I may need to really sit and put a name to what I am truly feeling, right? Put a name to, you know, this this increased sadness that I am feeling or this increase hyper-vigilance that I am experiencing, right? Like put a name to to it. And so the key source to knowing when you um, may um, have a mental disorder is when it impacts your daily functions, right? Uh, When it impacts or inhibits you from completing your normal routine. And so whatever you define normal as in your giving environment and your giving culture when it starts affecting you um not completing certain excitements not um doing certain things that is when you know something is typically off that needs to to be fixed like something something at that moment is is out of order so let's put this now into context with the with the definition and you guys please bear with me because i am not the best at um giving examples like right on the spot and actually like i had to literally like write out my example so it could kind of make sense kind of glue it together for you all to know you know when what is um what is the expected response from a like stressor versus you know when it is inhibiting your um your daily routine your daily function so for example you you got into a horrific car accident right you got into this car accident right and so the typical response of you know getting into a car accident, right is well not the typical the expected you know reaction or response from getting into a car accident is now you know you're nervous about the situation um you probably tense up sometimes um after after the incident has has, has occurred you know and that probably lasts for i don't know a couple of weeks um or not even a week you know you you are still you know a little taken back from the car accident so it becomes concerning now right this is not expected after after the reaction right this example so you got into a car accident using the same example you got into this horrific car accident now you are avoiding cars right you are avoiding cars you don't want to get into no type of car you have fears um that you're going to get into another car accident you are having flashbacks of of the car accident um and now and now you have a job right so if you live in connecticut or any means of type of transportation, right? If you don't you don't want to travel by any means of transportation except for walking, right? And if you um, live in Connecticut like I do, I don't know if I told you I'm from Connecticut, but yep, I'm from Connecticut. What's up? <laughs> but if you're from Connecticut or if you're even from any r- rural areas, you know, where you have to have a car, right? Like you can't just walk. you know what I'm saying you can't walk everywhere right you need some means of transportation and you have a job or you're in school you know whatever the situation is right you have a job you're in school um I don't know what's um what's something else well I don't know you have a job you're in school um you're a leader of the church like you know what I'm saying and you got into this horrific car accident and now you you don't want to take any means of transportation now you're avoiding cars and now it is impacting your daily routine because now you are making um now it is impacting you from arriving to work or arriving to school time or arriving to to church at, on time as a leader. Um, every time you again you see a car, it reminds you of an accident or you are anticipating an accident to happen. Now you're really hyper vigilant of, of the situation. Now now that you know you're not traveling by any means of transportation, um, you're walking everywhere. So now that you're walking everywhere, you're you're late, and now it is impacting your your job and so you see how the the difference between the two where one is one is a um, expect an expected reaction versus what is sometimes not a expected reaction um after after um a traumatic event has happened right and again when we experience trauma right we experience your trauma through various lens. You know what I'm saying. Um, I need to stop saying. You know what I'm saying. But we are various. We experience. Excuse. What did I even just say just now? <laughs> we experience life through different lens. We could be in the same car accident, and the way it affects us it may be different from the next person. And so. I, this right here, this example is just a way to just show you how you know something that we all probably experience could be taken in a different way versus someone else. For example, something so easy to kind of break down. What I'm saying is that you probably you were raised in you know you were brought up you know raised in a household with you and your siblings. You know, your, your sibling took oh your sibling your sibling life is totally different from from yours from yours, right? And even though you guys had the same parents and the same type of love, the same everything, but the way your sibling experienced life was is different than the way you I- interpret it. And I don't know the reason behind that to be honest, but and I'm not even gonna sit here trying to paint a fancy picture. I will have to really sit and think about that. But I just want you all to know that we all experience life different differently. And so, when it comes to to mental disorder, and when it comes to when it's when to actually seek um, professional help to see if we are we may have a mental disorder, you you know yourself, you, right? You know when something is inhibiting you to complete your your normal task, your, your no, normal routine, right? You know the depth that the tra- traumatic event has um Im- impacted impacted you. So that is the difference between, you know, an expected response versus an unexpected response when it comes to knowing I may need to to go see someone. And I want to put a quick disclaimer out there because I feel like I said this um probably in episode 1 or so or episode 2 or earlier or earlier in this episode, right? I want to put a disclaimer out there everyone can benefit from a for benefit from seeking um, seeking help from a licensed mental health professional everyone can benefit right again you do not have to experience a traumatic event to simply talk to someone about how you feel or, or what you're thinking you know I am pro therapy okay? talk to someone. Talk to someone just because. You know what I'm saying? I am pro-therapy. I think it's so imperative again for us to start talking about how we feel, you know. Let's just not talk about the bad stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. And so with that being said, let's kind of transition into, you know, what causes, um, what causes a mental disorder to to occur. Now that we kind of know, um, now that we know, you know, versus what are expected behavior versus what is not expected behavior, let's kind of dig into what causes a mental disorder to occur, okay? And when when this occur, again, I already told you that you don't have to see a mental, um, licensed mental professional, you don't have to go seek therapy, Uh Only when you experience something traumatic. But if you have experienced something traumatic, the time is now. Once I start listing these, um, I'm going to list like a few. Like uh, there's a a whole lot of stuff, right, that you could probably list after what I'm going to list. But with what I'm about to provide to you all, you may want to reconsider um, seeking professional help. So there is not one true answer to why um, mental disorder or mental illness, whatever you have it, mental disorder, I'm going to use mental disorder, uh, why mental disorders uh, occur, right? There are a variety of answers. And if you ask my, um, and I used to always ask this question in grad school, especially my first semester. To my professor, I'm like, you know, what exactly caused mental disorder? Like, what, like, what's that one thing that caused mental disorder? Like, I was the type of student that, like, I need to know the answer. And my professor was the type to, like, she wanted us to question. And and I'm grateful for that way of teaching because it allowed me to kind of dig even deeper. And so she will always just say, "It depends who you're talking to." And again those who are in the field y'all probably already know like it does depend who you're talking to because various people believe different things right uh when it comes to to mental mental health there's all these different uh ideologies so with that being said <laughs> just to give you all this like the the gist of it mental disorder to just it's a variety of factors that contributes to experiencing a mental disorder um Again, there's no definite answer. Examples could be, you know, environmental factors, as, um, you know, exposures before birth. Um, right now, something that I'm starting to look more into is epigenetics. So, how your environment, your external environment, um, plays a part in, before you're even born, plays a part in into the impact. Uh, or the risk factor that you have in developing um, a, a, a disorder, um, inherent, inherent traits. So, you know, um, you have a family member that your mom was diagnosed with bipolar and then, you know, your dad was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Like, that also contributes to you having a, uh, well, yes, living um, in a household with a parent who are, who is diagnosed or has a mental uh, mental disorder uh, sometimes some people say it's the brain chemistry sometimes it's just the way our brain is wired again it depends on who who you who you are are talking uh, talking to and also traumatic events you know adverse childhood experiences um, can attribute attribute to um attribute to a mental a mental health occurring so what are the symptoms right What are the symptoms that, like, oh, I may need to talk to somebody right now? Like, as of after listening to this podcast, I may need to go seek some help. And I don't want to get you all nervous. I don't want to have you all stressed out. I just want to provide you all, again, with the resources, the resources, and knowledge, and the skills that you all could just take into your life and start your own healing journey, right? Start your own healing journey at your pace because what I'm starting to realize that as I am growing professionally um in this field and especially um my interest is working with um the black community is that we lack knowledge sometimes we lack knowledge when it comes to come to these sort of topics when it comes to to mental health and again we we dug into that why you know we got we dug into that in the last episode you know the let's get to the root of the episode two of the how's your mental podcast we kind of dug into it and one of the reasons why that lack of distrust and so I want to bring forth uh, the message, right? I want to bring forth the the knowledge, not just the message, but the knowledge. I believe having knowledge is is powerful, and the wisdom is something that you gain through life, something that you you could pray for, right? And when you have knowledge and wisdom, boy oh boy, you you could change you could change your life. And so I'm here just to give you all the the knowledge piece of 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 mental of mental health. So signs and symptoms of mental disorders can vary, right? It can vary based on the, dis- the disorder and also based off uh, circumstances and other factors, right? Um, again, context is very imperative. Well, for me, right? Context is very Im- imperative, when it comes to, uh, specific mental health, um, mental disorder. So example of some symptoms is feeling sad, right? This increased, um, feeling of feeling, uh, of sad, depressed, you know, confused thinking, um, you really can't concentrate as much. Um, you have an increase or excessive fears or worries, um, Um, withdrawal so you may not engage as much into social um activities with your friends with your 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 family um something else that is a indicator of that you uh indicator of a mental health uh a negative well uh, let me make sure i'm saying it right of a mental disorder right is that a significant amount of feeling tired right low energy problems sleeping at night I, to be honest, you guys, and this is just me just being honest, it wasn't until I started working where I I started working at and being a part of um, treatment um, meetings with the psychiatrist and the therapist and all other helping professionals um, when it came to talking about the children and the disorders and um, some of the symptoms that they are experiencing. And also um, in my assessment class um, in social work, right? Uh, I did not know that having trouble sleeping is also related to, can be related to a mental disorder. So for those of you who are struggling with sleeping at night, again, that is something to not just push by and just say, oh, I'm just a late, a late hour. No, that is something to dig into, right? Seek help, you guys. It is okay. Again, it is okay to ask for help um other issues are of course like the obvious you know you have a detachment from reality so what does that mean right you're having delusion hallucination um you're um paranoid um you're you're having um inabilities to, to cope with um daily problems um daily life stressors right you probably are the type of person I'm not just saying you but I'm just using again using this as example you may um take small um small issues and magnify them make them bigger than what they uh, are normally are um also of course if you are having suicidal thinking that is something that you need to seek help right now again excessive anger um something else is where there's like a change in your sex drive um so those are just a few um a few signs and symptoms of when to to seek someone to see if you truly have a a mental disorder and again i can't stress this enough you do not have to wait to see again. You do not have to wait to see a, a licensed mental health professional when uh after a traumatic event, right? You don't even have to wait when you are experiencing these um the 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 symptoms and the signs that I had listed and provided for you all. You can see one beforehand, right? Take care of it now. Do that preventative work and that is something that i am honestly truly interested in doing the preventative work instead of dealing with the i don't want to call it mess but um dealing with the issues dealing with the i don't know i don't know the words used but i'm just gonna say mess dealing with the mess right then and right now dealing with the 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 drama in your life right then and, and dealing with it right then and there right preventative measure works you guys i i'm I'm a believer in it is honestly if i go for my phd someday someday i may right since i said since i said that i may have to go for it but when i make that decision to go for my phd to go i want to go into researching preventative measures um because i think that is something that we don't stress enough and i think once we start doing preventative work i think we will see a difference in our community as far as our healing um journey 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 goes. so that is it you guys look that is it with this episode i thought it see it wasn't that long at at all um it wasn't that long at all um Oh, wait, hold on. Let me let me back up. I'm looking at my notes right now. I like to have my notes in front of me when I'm doing um, each episode because it allowed me to stay on track. But also, um, just a quick, quick little nugget Um, some risk, risk factors. Right. These are some risk factors that may, again, contribute to and heighten your um development of a mental disorder so again you have a family and I stated this earlier but I just want to revisit it because I know again our lives are so are so different and I don't know who I'm talking to right and so I want to make sure I'm covering all all bases so again a history of mental illnesses right a history of of a family member, especially um, close family members, right? Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, um, brother, sister, right? Of having a mental disorder, right? Also, um, an ongoing, again, this is something else to pay attention to, um, a chronic medical condition, right? A chronic medical condition. Um, You've recently found out that you had cancer or um, you have diabetes. Like, that is something that could eventually lead to, uh, or AIDS, right? That is something that could lead to HIV AIDS. That is something that could lead to a, you developing a, a mental health disorder, um, traumatic experiences, right? So your, your upbringing, if you were sexually abused or, you know, again, childhood experiences, um, again, all of that plays a, a, a factor. If you previously had an, another mental disorder, um, you experienced a traumatic, uh, um, Yeah, you had another mental health, a mental disorder. Um, If you are using drugs and alcohol, again, that can attribute to it. Also, um, brain damage could definitely, trauma to the brain, brain injury, blows to the head, could definitely, if you was a fighter growing up, right, or you got into a fight recently, those are things that could attribute to developing a mental a mental dis dis disorder. All right? So, again, this episode was just simply just provide you all with the knowledge and and the skills, especially the knowledge. I think this episode was more so knowledge-based because I want us to kind of move away from using, you know, oh, I have bipolar or she bipolar or she's psychotic or I have anxiety. I want us to move from using these terms loosely and also For us to start running to Google, right? Google is not our doctor. Google cannot be our doctor, right? We have to run to people. That was a pin that dropped if y'all heard that. (laughs) But um, we have to run to licensed mental health professionals to seek help, right? To know how to deal, to know how to cope effectively, right? Effectively effectively and i'm saying effectively because we all have our um our ways of dealing with life right because again life could throw some hard balls you guys like some hard curves like You ain't never seen before. And so it is so imperative, again, for us to go seek the right treatment so we can learn how to deal and cope with them effectively. And to heal, right? Because we don't want to just deal with life, right? We want to heal from certain situations. So, again, seeking that mental health professional, baby, like honestly... It's, it's, it's going to help your journey and you and you becoming uh, mentally successful or mentally thriving is what I like to use mentally thriving and, and and life. So with that being said, let's move on to to the second um the third segment. It is okay to ask for for help. So I have no questions for this week. And you guys, if you would like to have a question that you will want submitted, um, that you would like answer, please submit them to me via instagram at how's your mental okay follow me at how's your mental and you all could just slide into my dns at any time and ask a question like my dns are open 24 7 okay and you all would get a response within 72 hours of the response but um yeah, I have no questions on um, for the it is okay to ask for help segment but I want you guys to know that again it is okay to ask for help whatever you are going through, you are not alone in your journey, and I want you all to be able to utilize me as um, as a resource into um navigating. That the step that you whatever you are going through. Right. Um, Utilize me. I'm here. I'm here to help you all start uh, start your journey of, of, of getting of getting healed. So let's move forward. The mental tip of the week. So the mental health tip of the week is to simply rest you guys summer is winding down and soon we are going to be getting back into our regular activities going back to school um, you know work might transition into becoming a little bit more stressful and I repeat that in the name of Jesus um their life is going to be taking full course on as the the summer days slowly wind down and I was reflecting because I, I was seeing someone you know post post this you know rest if you rest if you must but don't quit and it reminded me of this poem that I learned when I was in undergrad see it through by Edgar Albert Guest and the first stanza of the poem re, uh, reads when you're up against a trouble meet it squarely face to face lift your chin and set your shoulders plant your feet and take a brace and so whatever it is that you are about to transition into I want you all to rest with ease rest with ease rest with peace and understanding that everything is going to be a-okay okay rest and I want you to rest but don't quit You know, whatever the journey or the obstacle that you are about to indulge in as you are entering this transition of your life. I want you all to be able to rest. Rest if you must, but do not quit, okay? Rest, you guys. Rest, rest, rest. That is the mental health tip of the week is to to rest. So, with that being said, you guys, I am going to close out with the following. Follow me me on Instagram, you guys, at How's Your Mental. At How's Your Mental. Share this podcast episode with a friend. If you know a friend, like, I'm about to start talking with my hands now. If you know a friend or if you are that friend that, you know, is self-diagnosing yourself, stop it, sis. Stop it, bruh. Like, stop it right now. (laughs) Seek help. Take the first initiative. I understand you're probably trying to like look up, you know, the like, what you may be experiencing, but mental mental disorders are complicated. <laughs> mental disorders are complicated, and that is why it is so imperative, so imperative to see someone who is trained. Okay, I'm not gonna lead y'all to me. Don't come to me asking me if if uh, if y'all um which I signs and y'all symptoms asking me. Um, you know, Janelle, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. Do you think I have, like, you think I may be suffering from depression? Uh Uh-uh, don't do that to me. Don't, don't come to me asking me questions because I'm going to refer to you or to go seek someone who is trained in the field. All right. Seek someone who, seek a licensed mental health professional. All right. So with that being said, you guys, peace and blessings happy monday i pray that you all have a week full of blessings full of abundance full of uh, a peace so i'll talk to you all real soon catch you all next week on episode number four four weeks next week crazy right (laughs) how's your mental and i'm out